Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to IntelliCast. Happy to be here. This is season six, still weird to say, episode 11 of the year. Joining me today, Brian Peterson. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? Doing great. This should be a quick episode, a little bit of news, a little bit of kind of current events conference stuff. Um, Been busy. Oh, same here. Same here. Oh my gosh, so busy. A lot of travel, a lot of speaking engagements, which is cool. Just finished um, speaking at Quirks, just finished SMR webinar, and we'll talk more about the future stuff, but been on the office a lot this quarter, but this is my last trip. This next trip is my last one, I think, for a while, knock on wood. Last one that's currently scheduled. Let's yeah. Put it that way. Last one until September that's currently scheduled. So, so let's see. What else in current events? We could probably, yeah. So we went to Quirks. We did the SMR webinar. I was at the pharmaceutical market research conference. You are head- travel. You are heading to the IA annual conference in Hilton Head. You guys leaving Sunday, Monday? When are you guys leaving? We are leaving Saturday. <laughs> oh, okay, Saturday. So listen to this. No one is putting forth this kind of effort to go to Inside Association annual conference. Not even Howard Feinberg. Um. We are leaving Saturday at 2. Three of us are going, along with Bonnie the Bulldog, who many of the listeners probably have met, and along with um, golf clubs, as Andrew DeSillis will be playing golf on Monday morning in Hilton Head. With Howard? No, I wish. Um, Yeah, the raffle. I don't know who won the raffle for to play golf with with Howard. Uh, The conference doesn't officially start till noon on Monday. And so he's meeting some clients for golf on monday morning um we're driving halfway from cincinnati to hilton head on saturday stopping in Asheville, north carolina apparently andrew wants to watch a meteor shower um that seems a little random yeah and then we're going to um, hilton head on sunday um and um there's a the south central chapter is hosting a networking event on sunday night nice Excited to go to that Sunday night, and then conference is Monday. Uh, speaking on Tuesday, and then we're headed back Wednesday. Are you guys staying for the half day on Wednesday? Or are you hitting the road early? Um, I'm going to try to hit the road early, only because we didn't know this when we booked it. But we have a client meeting on Thursday Thursday morning, (laughs) and so got to get back sometime Wednesday and have a client meeting on Thursday. So, yeah. And then you'll be brain dead the re- brain dead by Thursday afternoon and off Friday. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm taking off Friday, but I'm excited for our, what we're talking about in Hilton Head. Do you want to give people a preview? Yeah, so it's well, kinda, kinda. 
Um, a session is called Data Quality Today with Strategies for Elevating Insights. And um, I'm super excited to partner with Chuck, uh, Chuck Miller. Um, we've worked together, known each other for quite a while, but he's a legend in kind of what I do. And uh, first time we've really officially kind of worked together, certainly the first time that we have um, been on stage together. And he has such a strong reputation. He's done this, I mean, since basically when the internet started, he started um, analyzing panels and understanding research, kind of what I do today, but he's been doing it longer than I have. Nice guy, he's a consultant and uh, share the stage with him. It's really a privilege for me to be able to do that. And, you know, we're like-minded in many ways about quality and passionate about panels and online sample and improving quality and lifting the industry up. So we'll be going to a deeper dive. And, you know, you'll, if you're going, you'll see Big Nash Christian on there as well. And Big Nash isn't going to get on stage with us, but he partnered with us on the research. We felt it might be biasing to have him on stage because we're going to be talking a lot about what Research Defender does. And um, so... He'll be there in the audience. He's on a panel in Hilton Head, and he'll be answering questions and talking about it a lot. But we're trying to be unbiased with our evaluation of the research defender data, along with the inequality. And we're still kind of scrambling, honestly, to put all the deck together. Not a big surprise to you, uh, probably. You're used nope. to it. But we just Not closed the research a week ago. And so we're, this is hot off the press data. Thousands of respondents that we're analyzing, and there's just a lot of data to look at because we're putting all this, um, all the research defender variables in and analyzing that and thinking about it and trying to figure out how to tell the story and what is the story. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at. Um, we'll see how this goes. It's only 25 minutes, so it's, you know, it's 20 minute presentation um, and then we'll take questions. That's always the fun part is taking the questions as we saw in the SMR webinar. Well, a little bit of insight for us, at least you won't have big Nash trying to stump you yes on this yeah, that's true um that'll be awesome because you know big mesh is notorious for stumping me in uh all of our webinars or at least trying to yeah yeah and so he'll be in i don't think he's going to stump us on this one we'll probably stump him a little bit yeah uh we had another something else come out last week too uh came out after we recorded our last episode um it is what you and i consider our baby oh yeah that's um, the big news. Yes. So we released our fifth edition of the sample landscape. Um, that's that's hard to believe too, fifth edition. Right? I know. Fifth edition, brand new look and feel. Um, for me, that this one was a labor of love, kind of like the first one in terms of putting it together because it was going back to the beginning where the last few years we've had a template. We knew what we needed to do, plug and play. We got it done pretty quick. Yeah. This year, a little bit of how the sausage is made, associate producer Emma and I were pulling our hair out for weeks because there were times where we would get some of it done. We'd log back in the next day, and like two-thirds of the work we, we did was gone. Just yeah. wasn't saving. Like, and it was, it, This went on for several weeks. It was driving us crazy. So we got it figured out, though, and hopefully everyone likes the new look and feel of it. Um, had a lot of good okay. comments on it. We've, we've changed it up a lot. I think originally it was um, over 100 pages, well over 100, and it was a lot of slides, a lot of charts, a lot of data. Yep. And as we've evolved, we've gone to more of a kind of a commentary on the industry 
and hot topics of the industry. There's still lots of charts. I mean, this thing's over. It's close to 100 pages, isn't it? Yeah, it's under 100 pages this year. So I, yeah, I took so, special pride in that because last year's was 144. Yeah. 144. So I think the further we go along, the shorter it will be in some ways. But we're doing a lot more research that we hadn't done in the past these days. And so we have a lot more data to analyze. We have a bigger team uh, partnering with a lot more companies in the past year. So it might grow a little bit. But I love it because so many other people, uh, you know, before it was me, you, Emma, and an intern putting all this together. Yep. Now we have all the commentaries and editorials. Um, Amy Carley did something on technology innovation. Mary Draper spoke about quality. Um, Angelica Jumpspot spoke about diversity and inclusion. I wrote about sample landscape stuff, all that commentary. Mike Holmes wrote something. Mm-hmm. And so you really get a lot of information about our perspective on how we see the state of sample. Right. It is much more a fully EMI voiced document than it yeah. maybe previously the earlier editions yeah. had been. It was more me and you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I hope, please download it. It's free. It takes a long time to put this together. All the research that we did in 2022, that was a lot of work. And then we had our first meeting to talk about this report, I think in October, November of 2022. Yep. And have been working on it since January. And um, as you mentioned, there were some challenges that we had this year. And so it's out. And we'll do a webinar on it in May. I think we got the date settled. We do have the date settled. Not quite ready to make it public yet. Hopefully in our next episode, we'll make that public but it's barely in may i would say um, <laughs> so you know if you're listening to this podcast please download it or if you don't want to put your information in, you can email me and i'll send it to you personally um if you have any questions thoughts talk about it love to come on the feedback podcast. people yeah. giving us feedback good bad we'll take it we we want to know we want to make it better exactly we have we are such in a unique position in the industry so you know getting that out there is important to us um, and hopefully it's valuable to people. And we're flying through. We are. Um, Next up, we have a couple news stories, only a couple this time. So first up, and this was a big one, Escalant acquired Holland Partners and C-Space from Omnicom. The new combined organization will offer access to a proprietary platform that helps manage brand knowledge and insights, a solution for building communities, and a presence with nearly 2,000 employees in 20 countries. Yeah, so look at Escalant making some moves here. Those are some big moves, I think. Um, I mean, Home Partners has been around for a long time, um, well-known, and then C-Space, um, which Omnicom took over, I don't know, a decade ago. Um, there also is a huge name. And so Escalant is really building a giant portfolio. Um, and so it's, it's interesting. So we, we kind of expected some of these moves. This one kind of came out of nowhere to me. And so I'm excited for Escalant. Um, we know a lot of the people up in Michigan, and we've known C-Space and Holland Partners for a while, too. They're big in the industry. So excited to see what they bring. Yeah, I think I read in some of the stories that they're keeping them separate for the time being. They're going to run yep. them as three different organizations, which is interesting. I think you're going to see them leverage each other, even though while they do operate independently. Yeah, they're kind of, um, you know, when they when they combined um, Market Strategies International and Morepace, those were pretty similar companies, full service market research companies, um, pretty similar. 
now you add in two companies that are not like them. Um, and so, well, Hollow Partners is somewhat, but certainly C-Space is very different. And so I, it doesn't surprise me they're keeping them separate for a while. Um, that tends to be what people, what's what Cantor does. It seems to be what Schlesinger did for a long time. I hope they do. There's equity in those names and differentiation is important to me. So hopefully they will. Well, I can't imagine them changing their name again. They just changed it to Escalant not too long ago. Yeah. Hopefully Escalant transcends those two companies into whatever they are now. So please don't change it. <laughs> can't keep up anymore. We need to have a quiz. We should have a quiz about what is this company called today? You know, and it's, and it's like, what was it used to be called? Even we can do it either way, like Lieberman, Decipher. Um, there's a million of them. Survey Monkey. Like, what are all these companies called today? Schlesinger. Like, the, we could go down and down, all the down the list. And uh, that'd be a fun game, maybe. We should do that. I think we should come up with a few of those. And that's what we're going to start doing with our guests. Instead of the four Ps, we're going to have the market research name quiz. Oh, we should. Let's start putting that together. Oh, yeah. We're going to. I think that'll be fun. All right. Our next and final story, Xperity, the Ipsos-owned B2B researcher, has launched VEPP, V-E-P-P, which it says will flag fraudulent profiles and ensure only genuine respondents can participate in online surveys and panels. What do you think about this? Well, you don't know this, but Mary Draper and I spoke to them yesterday. I did not know that. Yeah, so we're just trying to see what's going on. You know, it's a quality um, product that Ipsos is launching in partnership or what they acquired, and it's B2B validation. So that's right up our alley. So we were talking to uh, Yadin, I think that's how you pronounce his name, who developed it. And I think it was originally kind of built for expert networks. And this is me. Not, they didn't tell me this. I have, I have a feeling that Ipsos is going to try to scale that beyond expert networks. If you can give an extra level of validation to B2B respondents, uh, that is extremely valuable in our industry. Uh, yep. I think people will pay a lot of money for that, probably 2x what they currently pay. Um, it's really interesting technology that they're they're doing some unique things such as um, they kind of put, it's not a cookie, but it's similar to a cookie on someone's computer, and they can kind of track certain things with permissions. And one of those things is like your social network. And so they will, if you say you work at Coca-Cola, they will look at your LinkedIn and see if you're connected to people in Coca-Cola. And if you're not, that's a flag. And um, they can look at your financial information as well. Um, but that's a second level of permissions. Um, and so plagiarism kind of stuff too. And so it's kind of a unique thing. So um, we talked about it before that this is a great product to buy for Ipsos to buy for you know, making more um, of their response validated with their, their B2B, their um, jobs and things like that. So it was cool to hear that, that our industry is really moving in the right direction. There's lots of companies out there making big moves to try to improve survey quality. And um, I'm pretty sure that Ipsos is not going to keep this proprietary, at least currently not. They're going to sell it to the industry. And so companies like us and other companies if you want to buy it from ipsos you can do so pretty soon yeah. it's pretty cool how would this so this is going to be a maybe a left field question how would this compare to a research defender imperium um clean id type solution 
yeah, I would say very different. Um, it's really focusing on B2B validation. And so not using as much traditional digital fingerprinting information as it is um, kind of scraping your internet history and other things that the respondents are doing to try to confirm the likelihood that you are who you say you are. And so it's probably not looking at IP address as much as it is a lot of other things, um, you know, like I mentioned before, but it's looking at a lot of other stuff too. Um, um, let's see, like a social network authentication, seniority detection, point of payment verification. It's really cool. It's, it, and it should just take a few seconds as well. It's not like you have to like fill out a form and things like that. So I'm not sure if they can scale it yet, but I'm sure that's what Ipsos is trying to do to take it from more of an expert network, more of a kind of a little more qualitative. Maybe you have 30 people, maybe 50 to 75. Can they take that to a thousand? Yep. That's probably what Ipsos is trying to figure out. At least that's what I would expect them to be doing. I'm curious too, if it is something they're going to put beyond what their internal panels have, their internal B2B ones, whatever they may have. If say they sell it to other ones who offer B2B, what steps would those panels have to take to get this technology up and running then? It, I can't just be, okay, we've got it, we've turned it on. It sounds like there is some effort that needs to be done to involve your panelists because they they need to take some actions. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. So I don't know what, how, all the details. We just kind of had a general conversation, but um, interesting news. And there's a lot of news like this in the industry going on if you search for it. A lot of improvements to quality that companies are doing. And I feel like it's a more of an altruistic, like Ipsos could buy that technology and not get it out to the industry, right? They're going to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Probably a unique differentiator. And I wouldn't blame them if they did. They probably spent a lot of money on that technology. Um, and so their competitors can probably leverage it. Right. Being. And so the more of that, um, the more we kind of partner with each other. And that's, we talked about that a couple episodes ago, how all the organizations, associations are partnering with each other and, you know, dividing up how to solve certain different areas of quality and improve it. Um, perhaps that's going to the, you know, us and the more traditional market research firms too. All right. That brings us to the end of the news. We, we might've hit our goal of trying to keep this to 25 minutes for the first yeah. time this season. Yeah. Not much news. Um, conference season's about over. It was fun. Um, fall. Hey, come see me in Minneapolis, September 6th through 8th. I'm trying to have a print, someone from um, Paisley Park speak, but September 6th through 8th in Minneapolis, man, we're going to have so much fun. It's not been announced yet, but we have a really cool networking event that we haven't signed the dotted lines yet, but we'll, we always do a networking event. Last year in Chicago, we went on a um, historical architectural cruise on the Chicago River. Um, fantastic, it was amazing. And so it's hard to top that. And I don't think I can top that, but I think we're gonna do something really unique and fun in Minneapolis. And we hope to see you there if you're listening in that area or not. We're gonna have amazing speakers and start promoting that pretty soon. All right. And you want to see me? Come see me in Austin. Yeah, talk about Austin. We have, that's, that's the next big thing. Yeah, so I'm speaking at IIEX. My session, I don't have the date yet. I don't think, at least last time I checked, it was not up yet. 
but my session is called Find Your Unique Voice and Dominate the Market Research Industry. Yeah. Get to talk for about 20 minutes, um, which is both exciting and terrifying. Um, because as you know, I'm normally the guy behind the scenes. I'm not normally the one on stage. That's normally you. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for you. I wish I was there. We gotta get your yeah. t-shirt though. I know we gotta get the t-shirt. If anybody's wondering, you'll see it there. And no, oh, that's what they meant. Yeah. So we have some other handout stuff we're going to do and that kind of thing. So, yeah, cool. I'm excited for you. Um, go see Brian in Austin, man. I'm really jealous. I might go there myself. I'll drive, bring Bonnie the Bulldog. Um, well, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll come back probably with uh, some recaps of Inside Association National Conference, which I'm super excited about. Um, Last year was probably my favorite conference of the year, and this year it's even better. And so um, we'll, I'm sure we'll we might take a week off. Almost, I think we almost have to take a week off. We do. Um, because I'll be gone. Um, and then uh, first week of May, we'll come back with uh, probably lots of news, maybe a guest, and definitely some recap of Inside Association National. So thanks for listening, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.